I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. We've been hearing a lot of tales of doom over the last few weeks because of the coronavirus outbreak and the weeks of lockdown. People aren't buying or ordering, clients aren't paying, and startups are struggling to stay afloat. But there might just be a silver lining for the startup world. Venture capital funds haven't given up on the India story. Funding is slowly returning to pre-COVID levels. Welcome to Startup Inc. I'm your host, Shalni Omachandran, and I'm an associate editor at Mint. Before we begin, let me tell you what this show is not about. We won't be chasing news on funding, valuation, exits, acquisitions. Instead, we'll bring you the story of startups, how they're changing the way we work and the way we live. Over the last few weeks, we've been reading about layoffs and salary cuts in the startup world. Online food delivery startup Swiggy, for instance, has said it will cut 1,100 people. Its rival Zomato, health and fitness startup CureFit, and shared workspace provider WeWork India also have plans to reduce staff. There's more gloomy news. NASCOM has said that about 70% of startups only have cash to keep going for three months. All of this is because the pandemic and the lockdown have reduced demand for services and revenues to startups have dried up. But investors don't seem to have lost their appetite for Indian startups. Funding levels rose in April after a dramatic fall in March when COVID-19 was declared a pandemic. The caveat, though, is that most of the funding is for existing startups to ride out the pandemic. New deals are in limbo. Pankaj Makar, Managing Director of Bertelsmann India Investments, spoke to Mint Consulting Editor Shumit Chakrabarti. He said the immediate focus is on extending runways for portfolio startups. Internal funding from existing shareholders is continuing actively as usual, of course, but what really makes headlines is external funding. I mean, a million-dollar question for everyone is when will funding revive? Nobody knows how long COVID will last. Okay. So, you know, the general consensus is minimum of 12 months, maximum and preferably 18 to 24 months of capital should be with the company so that if there is COVID and its effects last for, you know, six to nine months and another three, four months for revival, right. then after that growth of another six months and then only you will be able to secure third-party funding. If you look at one more fact, most of the VC funds recently raised monies in the last two, three years. Right. So they would have substantial amount of buy powder to deploy if they think the future of a particular company on the sector is bright. So my general view is, look, um, most of the companies in the VC world have anywhere between, you know, two to 20, two, two months to 24 months type of capital situations. 
Um, so anything more than 12 months, nothing to worry too much right now. Indian startups raised 15.3 billion in funding last year. That's according to venture capital data tracker Traction. That's an average of about 1.25 billion a month. This trend continued in the first two months of this year. In January, startups raised a total of 1.2 billion in funding, and in February, 1.1 billion. Then, in March, came the pandemic. The funding to startups fell by half a million, which means in April, startup funding dropped to 534 million dollars. VCs scrambled to adjust to a post-pandemic world. Just like doctors have to choose who lives and dies, that kind of a decision is becoming more critical for VCs, right? I mean, there are obviously some who will gain because of new opportunities or the way that things move to digital. Some will gain, but others will actually be impacted for a very long time. So, are VCs having to take this tough call at this point of time? I generally feel that they will have to do it. Having yeah. said that, I have been very positively surprised in the past 15, 18 years of investments that I've had, wherein in crisis like this, entrepreneurs have been very, very frugal in nature and have been able to demonstrate the value of a dollar and and stretch it as much as possible, probably more so than what we see in the Western economies. And therefore, you know, what we call as drip funding is a very interesting concept that emerges where most of the VC funds may end up giving capital to most of their companies uh, to get them to survive for some time. So more often you will see, uh, you know, safeguarding the company versus choosing the company to die. That means funding might go mostly to established startups and founders who have a track record. We can see that already in the trends from April. An example is Navi, co-founded by Sachin Bansal, who we all know co-founded Flipkart. His new startup raised 420 million in April. Other companies who have raised money in April include Swiggy, Rebel Foods and Udan. Again, all companies with a track record. Early-stage ventures aren't getting too much funds, which is a concern because good innovations may die out simply because bad luck, bad timing. In general, though, there's been a good recovery in April. Nearly a billion dollars was invested in April, and quite a few large deals have already been recorded in May. This does not include the $8 billion poured into Reliance Geo by Facebook, Silver Lake and others. Much of this post-pandemic VC funding is aimed at shoring up the capital base of consumer internet startups. They've taken a real hit to revenue during the lockdown. NASCOM survey estimates that 90% of startups have lost revenues in the first three months of the year. Mayank Kanduja, principal at Ceph Partners, told Shumit that it was business as usual for them in the first quarter of this year. But April has been slower because of social distancing. Companies will have to address hard questions, is what he says. So everybody is building these scenarios and then trying to adjust their business plans, their expenditure, their total burn, uh, to ensure that the 
that the company is alive to last out this um uh, this sort of shock figure out a way to manage your cost structures uh, given the low uh, demand and low revenue uh, reduce cost wherever possible think about things that are superfluous think about your team structures very very hard think about whether all the initiatives that you are running and all the products that you are building are all of those really critical for survival of the business in these circumstances some sectors have become hotter at this time while others have lagged behind edtech gaming and entertainment these are exciting for vcs retail of course home delivery grocery delivery logistics healthcare these are the spaces vcs are looking forward to the shared economy will take a big hit mobility startups will have a problem uber ola startups like bounce these are the ones which will be affected because people will be reluctant to share rides the travel and hospitality sectors will also take time to recover fintech especially lending is also on slippery ground because the economy as a whole has been ravaged more people might shift to buying online though because they want to avoid physical contact crowds going to stores so social distancing could be good for some startups Digital businesses are likely to get a leg up across sectors and this is what VCs are betting on. The overarching theme that's unfolding for startups is the strong push towards profitability. In general, capital efficient models would see a benefit over asset heavy models. Number 2 chasing growth at the sake of chasing growth for extremely bad unit economics. can really really bite you or companies when the going gets tough and in covid times we would see that happening in a very strong basis uh, ability to dial up and dial down needs to be reviewed properly which means dialing up cash and dialing up dialing down cash burn uh, becomes very important so while a lot of those things are common sense business principles when people are chasing large markets and trying to kind of compete very actively on vanity metrics metrics sometimes people tend to kind of either ignore them or forget them and i think all of those basic principles are now coming back to the the forefront wherein profit profitability is suddenly becoming the mantra of, of each startup and i personally think it's it's for the better uh we don't have significant exits in the country because most of the companies still bleed uh they still bleed bleed because most of the investors want the companies to bleed and grow fast so it's kind of a vicious cycle right uh we now hope that good strong profitable companies emerge because they are chasing sensible growth not crazy growth uh while keeping profitability in mind and over time we will see those companies either ipoing or selling to strategic buyers as they value cash flow more than top line and those would be the right exit that vc market has been starved for so there could be a positive outcome despite the squeeze that covid-19 is putting on everything we could emerge with a more balanced startup ecosystem where good ideas and sustainable business models get preference over crazy targets and headline grabbing funding numbers you were listening to startup inc i'm shalini omachandran you can reach out to me on twitter at shalini mb or on Facebook and Instagram at HT Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to htsmartcast.com.
I'm HD Smartcast and I hope you're safe and well. The next episode is about to begin. But just a small message of solidarity before that. In difficult times like these, living in isolation isn't going to be easy. But what if working from home, our own comfort zones helps us discover new ways of being? What if this calm, this rest, it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply? While that happens, you can find me at htsmartcast.com connecting you to the world of comedy culture motivation news you know just in case you need some smart company thanks for listening take care this was a live mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.